So here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. And well, what a weekend it was for Itchers Town Football Club. Kieran McKenna and co have been promoted. Itchers Town will be playing in the championship next season. And uh, Itchers Town women's team, Joe Sheehan and co, scored eight goals on Sunday at AJ Arena. Felix Doe, what a weekend it was indeed to be a town fan. And um, big shout out, as always, to our sponsors at John Fowler Sisters, uh, Mark Kennedy as ever. As well, uh, I'm joined by my co-host and Tamworth skipper Blue Wilson and a special guest who scored her first goal on the weekend, Holly Turner. Um, Blue, it's been a while actually. Once again, we've a little little break, but um, how's things? And uh, yeah, what a weekend! Yeah, it has been a little break, not supposedly planned because obviously the Oxford um, situation happened. Um, but yeah, good to be back. I'm all good. Have enjoyed some sun today. Um, and yeah, all is good. What a great weekend. Um, quite a few of us were there on Saturday. Um, I managed to get onto the pitch after the game and yeah, it's an incredible day and sort of so pleased, uh, for the town in general. Um, it's amazing to see and perhaps inspired a performance like we did on Sunday to score eight goals. Um, so yeah, not a bad weekend. I've had worse. Yeah, if um is it Carlsberg? Carlsberg do weekends. That is the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Holly, um, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, making your debut. Um, off fresh off your first goal for the club, and um, you were there on Saturday as well, seeing the men get promoted. How how's things? And uh, I'm sure that was a good experience. Yeah. Um. No. Well, obviously, thanks for having me on. Um. But yeah, obviously, Saturday was it was a great experience. Um. You know, it just it just sort of shows how massive this club is. Um, but yeah, it, it was something special to be involved in, and yeah, obviously Sunday was a good day for me. Uh, get my first goal for the club, so yeah, great weekend. Yeah, unbelievable weekend. Um, well, look, let's just just get right into it. Um, the men, what a day it was for them. But on Sunday, a nice, nice. Um, it was overcast day, a little bit of sunshine in Felix though, but very overcast. Charlton and Town were in town. They were a team who have. Done really well in their first season in this division. Um, stayed up, so fair play to them. Um, and very different weather from the last time we played them because that was freezing cold back in the summer we played them. Um, but yeah, uh, quick just thoughts on being back at the AJ Arena after the disappointment of the Oxford game. The pitch looking better condition, but um, it was it was very hard though. Yeah, the pitch was almost the opposite to uh, when Oxford happened. Um, quite hard. And sort of, I was saying to a few of the girls before the game, I was like, is there any dangerous sprinklers here? Can we get a hose out um, to make it a bit softer? But it did the job. And you, I think we were expecting a few bubbles and the girls got used to that in the, in the warm up. Um, but overall, great to be back. Great support as usual. There was a lot of town fans there. Um, I was thinking there might be a few hangovers. Um, so expecting less of a crowd, but no, they still kept came out in the numbers um and overall it was a it was a great day yeah it was um holly let's talk then about the first half uh wasn't the prettiest um we took the lead uh via anna gray um quick thoughts on the first half as a whole i think yeah maybe the pitch sort of came into play a little bit but we had plenty of chances still play some good football we just couldn't be clinical enough yeah i definitely think um we were still good in the first half um like you said i think the the pitch definitely did play a part. We noticed quite early it was going to bubble. The ground was quite hard, um, so it it took us a little bit of a time to adjust to that. Like adjust to that. Um, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think you really can adjust to a bubbly pitch when it's that hard, because um, it can bubble at any sort of given moment. Uh, but yeah, obviously first half, I still think we was obviously the better team. I think we created some good chances. We just, you know, it was either unlucky or just, you know, those little details just wasn't clinical enough. Um, you know, but again, I think we was the better team, and I think our strong performance in the first half sort of allowed things to open up more in the second half. And yeah, obviously, then we was obviously a little bit more clinical in the second half, and that's sort of the way the scoreline went, the way it went. Yeah, blue. I, I was sort of getting ready to move to the other side of the pitch. I was thinking, what? It's only one nil. I was like, come on, girls, we need, we need more goals here. And I thought, you know, Chatham were there for the taking. And um, yeah, that escalated very quickly because <laughs> we got some quick fire goals. Um, where do you want to start? Because yeah, there's so <laughs> many goals, seven goals, of course, in the second yeah. half. I mean, um, I mean, the thing is, in, even in the first half, yes, we definitely dominated it. But towards to the last sort of 15 minutes of the first half, 
telling him we're having a bit of a poke at us. And I was like, mm, we probably need a, a couple more just to be comfortable here, just in case they do have a bite to them. Because we've seen in previous results that they can beat big teams um, and they're in, a, in this division for a reason and they've done well. Um, so they do have that surprise factor about them. Um, but I think the understa- understatement of the century from Holly, um, we, we're, we're a little bit more clinical in the second half for sure. Um, I don't know what the girls had at half time, some sort of energy gel or whatever. I don't know, something that makes you score goals. But yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, I felt sorry for the media team and Kieran and stuff like that to keep up with it, to be honest. Yeah, I think I'm so pleased we have a scoreboard now because, you know, yeah. last season didn't have one and now we have got one. So you can sort of look up and go, OK, that's the score. OK, um, so that's good to see. Um, Holly, you know, you were on the bench for most of the goals, but um, what sort of pick a bunch for you? We had two pens, of course, Brazero, EK scored, an own goal as well. And Pesca, we'll get on to Pesca and your goal shortly, but sort of talk about those early goals. Um, yeah, no, obviously, as we were saying a little while ago, um, you know, none of them were absolute screamers, um, but I think they were all decent goals. Um, you know, Lucy O'Brien winning the pen, um, obviously, that allowed, I think, things to settle um, a little bit. Um, obviously, me sort of getting my first goal was, was obviously massive for me and, you know, Pesk as well, getting her goal. Obviously, I was buzzing to see her get her goal. Um, so, I think, yes, all right, none of them were flying in the top corner screamers um but yeah that's obviously eight goals is eight goals so yeah they were all obviously good yeah they all count they all count they all went over <laughs> over the over the line and into the net um but yeah blue what's the pick of a bunch for you Let, let's talk about bonnie quickly you know stepping up for two pens two different corners and um call as you like yeah i think people i think obviously write off pens because they're like well you should score it but yeah, Bonnie never in doubt. Two two different corners. Nina actually, I was sat next to Nina on the bench, and she called both corners, so she got well, it completely well. right. Yeah, I was like, you're definitely. I like you can tell you're a keeper. She's like, yeah, I can just read the body language. I'm like, mm, that might come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Bonnie reliable as per. Um, I think Lucy O'Brien has to be mentioned. I think it was four assists, was it? Which is just ridiculous. Um, she, some of the runs she went on at some points in the game, where she was just taking on loads and loads of people. And it it's almost like when she gets the ball, when she gets the ball, she runs faster with the ball than without it. I don't know if you see that, Holly, but like whenever she picked it up, it's almost like wow, she's just going into gear five. <laughs> yeah, what you um, you said it on the bench. I think there was one she had in the first half where like it said she had the ball, and I think someone was like. She actually runs faster with the ball. <laughs> that, that's a massive skill. Yeah. You know, to be able to do that. So fair play to the girl. Yeah. Um, I thought she had a good game, actually. Um, but all in all, we just sharp, sharpened up on that final third entry where it probably hasn't clicked as much as we wanted it to throughout the whole season. But on Sunday, it was it really did click in the second half. And I'm kind of glad it didn't in the first half because can you imagine the scoreline? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't have been. That's good. a long. That's a long trip home for Cheltenham. Yeah, we've said that before, haven't we? When we've travelled like far away, like normally, thankful like Plymouth, we've gone to Plymouth for two years in a row and we've won both times. But like t- to do that trip, and you've been beaten and heavily beaten, it's like it makes it even longer because Plymouth's like six hours away. Cheltenham is probably now it's probably four hours, so that's a long journey for them to go back. Um, so yeah, not not a good day on the office for them, but um. Let's quickly talk. I want to quickly talk about EK because she's got another goal. Um, and her celebration, we all know she's a massive town fan. I'm sure she loves Saturday. All of her family are town fans as well. Uh, big, big shout out to, to Chris and Tracy. Um, but Holly, you know, to see EK, she, she loves to score goals. Of course, everyone loves to score a goal. You're a striker, so of course, she loves scoring goals. But EK, just her passion with a badge and everything. I love that. Yeah, no. Um, as you said, obviously, EK's just got so much passion. Um, not only to football, but obviously to the club. And I think it shows with the performances that she puts on the pitch and off the pitch, the way that she sort of celebrates the club. Um, you know, I, I thought she played very well on Sunday. Um, and like I said, obviously, glad she got a goal. I think she deserved the goal. Um, but yeah, like I said, she, she's obviously got so much passion and yeah, just glad she um, put in a good performance and was rewarded with a goal. So, yeah. Definitely. And... Um... Blue Pesca, um, 
Holly mentioned Pesca already, but let's let's talk about that goal as well. Her first home goal of the season. She scored early in the season, but it hit her face, so it counts that went in. <laughs> but um, this is more important because, you know, it was at home and I love the celebration. She went and celebrated with her mum. Yeah, it's just good to see her, you know, playing week in, week out again and, and a goal to add to it. Yeah, I think that might have to be my favourite goal. Sorry, Holly. You can be second, though. Um... I didn't hear it, OK. <laughs> but yeah I was so pleased so pleased for Beskit um, because I know how hard it's been and how much work she's put in um, to get to the place she is and still has to to even be at the same level and Holly you'll know that after doing your ACL and then coming back it's not just like okay well you're out of rehab it, it's not just like a it stops there you have to continue um, and the work will probably continue for the rest of your life so I know Pe- Peskit works so, so hard um, and she, no one deserves that moment more than her. Um, so, yeah, really, really pleased for her. Um, and it did make me smile. She said to me after the game, she was like, I know I ran over to my mum. I should have run over to you. I was like, next weekend, Peskit. <laughs> next weekend, next weekend. Although I wish her mum was somewhere different. I wish it was like my side. So I would have got a better. <laughs> That's just me being, you know, selfish. But um, let, let Pesca and her mum have that moment. But I was like, oh, I wish Pesca's mum was like, I don't know, next to me or something. And Pesca would have ran to me. But doesn't matter. Um, but Holly, let's talk then about your first goal for the club and just how you've been settling in. I know you've had to be patient to get minutes. Um, but of course, you know, the team has been playing so well. And, you know, you signed, I think, back in March, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe February? Yeah, early March, end of February. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been stop starving it. We're in games. We've had games and then no games, and yeah, it's been all over the place. But how how you sort of settle in and um, yeah, great way to score your first goal. Although it's sort of overshadowed because there's been eight goals. Yeah, no, obviously. Listen, um, as I've said before, like it is the first time I've sort of been to a club and not sort of known anyone. Um, so it was sort of that was obviously a bit of adjustment period. You know, I'm always, if I'm being honest, I don't think the girls have quite seen everything of me yet. Um, <laughs> I'm normally the loudest, singing, dancing. Um, so, yeah, they've got all that to come. But, uh, yeah, no, I think I've settled in well. Uh, the team's lovely. The girls are lovely. And we've all got the same ambition, which helps. Um, obviously, as you said, I've had to be patient. Um, and I think I have been patient. Um, I've just sort of obviously worked on the things that I knew I needed to work on. Um, and, yeah, obviously, I got a chance on Sunday. Um, I feel like I took that. Of course, I'm going to you know, nitpick all the little things. There was a couple of things that I wasn't happy with, but at the same time, I need to just remember that obviously I come on, I scored and obviously I did impact a couple of things. So I've got to be obviously proud of the performance that I put in, but yeah, just happy to get the goal and and get some minutes. Yes, definitely. Um, Yeah, as a striker, I'm sure come off the bench and and scoring is always good. Blue, I'm sorry to say, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, Holly, so far, Training so far. generally, yeah. So far, sorry, that so- is on spot. I, I forgot to think about this question. I normally think about this question. Yeah, sorry, Holly. I always do this to Blue. I go, put on the spot, uh, new signings and everything, teammates. I put on the spot, first impressions and all that. First impression, I think, was that you just seemed like a really good person. I was like, this girl is going to fit into our squad perfectly. I was like, you, you know, when you can just, t- you know, we could just tell that. I don't know by personality and that's before I sort of seen you play football I don't know just from the first few conversations I just knew that it was going to work and you were going to be a, a positive impact on the group even without touching the ball so that's the first bit and then since then um, I think the way you've dealt with um, not playing as much as probably you wanted to or when you first signed I think you've dealt with that better than most people I've seen. So, yeah. So far, so good, Ross. And now the first goal. Could it get any better? Definitely. definitely. And Holly, I want to quickly rewind back quickly, actually, um, from when you played against Billericay, you know, under yeah. the lights. What was that like playing against your former side? You know, we got the win. Um, it was a good night. But, yeah, that must have been, you know, very weird. Because you only just signed, I think, maybe yeah. a few weeks back from that. Um. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Um, and as much as I would have done anything to get minutes on the pitch and play, maybe it was not a little blessing in disguise, but it was, it was hard because literally a week before that I was there training with those girls, you know, so 
wanting Billy Ricky to win, wanting to, you know, push them on and and help that club. So, yeah, it was weird. And, yeah, yeah, it was, like I said, maybe maybe me playing limited minutes sort of did help a little bit. But, yeah, like I said, obviously, I liked it a bit of Ricky. They were, they were obviously all my good mates and uh, friends. So, obviously, I'm glad Ipswich got the points. Um, but, yeah. Good. Yeah, well said. Well said. Celebrated. You know that. Yeah. I mean, you can be a Billericay fan this week if you want, because I am. Yes. Yes. I think we all are. I think we yeah. all are. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that because, yeah, um, you probably already know, ladies and gentlemen, listening, but yeah, Watford are at Billericay and uh, we need Billericay to do us a massive favour. So um, we'll get into that preview for the final day showdown. Um, but let's uh, do some more shouts, Blue, um, from from the weekend. Um, Nina Mialo, I said it right. Mialo, Mialo, I'd say Mialo. I don't know. Nina, Nina, goalkeeper. Good back up to Sarah. Uh, Sarah, the, the, golden glove. Shout the out. fans. Before we get on to Sarah's golden glove, the fans behind um, Sarah's goal, and then when Nina came on. Um, we're chanting Sarah's number two or something like that. It was quite funny. They love Sarah. <laughs> they, do. they absolutely love Sarah. Yeah, they do. They really do. Yeah. I think um, I think Sarah was given a can of Stella after the game. The fans wanted her to drink it, and she was like, "No, no, no." Oh <laughs> so I think she took it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I, back back to the important stuff. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's, no that's, that's the important stuff. People love that sort of stuff, bit of insight there. Um, but yeah, big shout out to Nina because um, she's, you know, once again, to be a, a backup goalkeeper, you always have to be patient um, and just to be there. And that's the support, I'm sure. Sarah um, needs Nina there to, to, you know, sort of hear anything that she may have missed or just in during the warm up. Um, but she has, she's had to be patient to get a league debut and, and she did that. And uh, yeah. You know, she's still a young a young player. Um, she's done really well for the under twenty ones this year. But but Holly, well, you know, that's that's another a good thing for this team to have players like that that can come in. And um, I know we were probably I don't know six nil up at that stage or whatever. But you know, good experience for her. Yeah, go on. Um, I think yeah, I think obviously like Nina coming on. Um, she she has deserved some minutes. Um, but it, it's very hard when I say we're in a, we're in a very good position to have two very strong keepers. You know, I think, you know, in another club, Nina probably plays every minute. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, it, it was good to see her get on. And she actually had to have an instant impact and be switched on and be ready. So credit to her for being ready in that moment. Um, but, yeah, off the pitch and around the girl, she's a very good character as well. So, you know, yeah, it, it just shows that the sort of club that we've got, that we all obviously play as well, support each other in those positions. So... Yeah, like I said, it was it was good to see her get some minutes. Yeah, and Blue, because um, the men did it on Saturday as well. Um, mm. Christian Walton got replaced by, bear with me, Vaclav <laughs> Halanki. I probably completely butchered that. I'm sorry, Vaz. Um, uh, probably I could probably say Nina's name better. Um, and that's easier, but yeah, good old Vaz. But um, yeah, Sarah has been unbelievable this season, but a good opportunity for Nina just to get a few minutes in the league, some experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we mentioned it briefly, but yeah, she did win Golden Glove. Um, most clean sheets in the league, I think, never in doubt. Um, and shout out to the the back four or back five or back three, whatever you want to call it, um, for also aiding that, um, as well as the whole team. Press starts from the front, right, Holly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have to be nice to the strikers when they're on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was a really nice touch from Joe, actually. Um, to I think Nina was a bit shocked, um, but I think yeah. she was really happy. Yeah, um, but she was really happy and like Holly said, make made an instant impact um, because the ball sort of got played in behind the defence mm-hmm. and she had to come out and clear it, dealt with it well, um, and yeah, felt equally as safe as when Sarah's in goal. I don't think I, I wasn't really paying attention probably at this point, but like, did Nina like have a warm up as well? Because I know Vaz for the men's team on the Monday on the Saturday he, he sort of warmed up, but I didn't really watch sort of Nina warm up or anything. Did she, Holly? Yeah, she ran on the side of the pitch. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, and then obviously had the main warm up at the start, but she—I yeah. don't think she did, did any like catching. Like if I, I think if I was a keeper, I'd want to catch a few balls yeah. just before. Yeah. <laughs> No, she backed herself. She backed herself. Yeah, exactly. Confidence. Yeah. It's good. It's good. 
yeah, she's been waiting for that moment because, of course, she she made a cup debut early in the season. You know, in the game against QPR, clean sheets. So back to back clean sheets now for Nina. Although I think Sarah gets the clean sheet because she played more minutes, but I think Nina will go. Uh, you know, second appearance. I'll take they that. Share it. They share it. They share it. Because yeah, as you said, she had that moment where yeah, she had to really come in and sort of sort of kick them all away. So um, and you know, Chatwin had a, I think another chance as well. Um, but yeah, eight nil job done. Um, and yeah, we've got to mention, of course, another good crowd. You know, I said blue, maybe a few sore heads. I know there's a few people I was bumping into who I know and who I knew was at the game and went out the, the night as well. Um, but yeah, 500 plus and uh, plenty of goals to celebrate. Blue. Very good. Um, it leads us very nicely into the final game. Uh, I'm not sure there has been a bigger game in Ipswich Town Women's history, if I'm honest. Um, what it could mean. Obviously, we're reliant slightly on, well, very much on other results elsewhere. But uh, in terms of what it could mean for the club, it's it's a huge day. Um, so, yeah, we'll be full of confidence going into that. Um, and once again, it's at home, which adds to that as well. So hopefully we'll get a, a nice crowd there too, like there, were, there was on Sunday. Yeah. And um, Holly, we, we sort of spoke um, in the green room about just the fans in general and sort of what's that been like playing week in, week out with, you know, the great crowd at MK the previous week. And then, you know, at AJ Arena, we've got the drums, we've got people banging, you know, once again, it's supporters of all ages, you know, boys, girls. Uh, what's that like being coming to this club and, and seeing that? Yeah, I just think it's unreal to see. Um, like you said, obviously supporters all different ages um, coming to support us and the number that we get on a regular each week is, it's, it's unreal and it definitely plays a massive part, I think, into our performance. Um, you know, if you hear someone chanting your name, it's, it's going to just make you want to perform. So um, it's, it's, it's such a good thing to have and it is such a good feel to have on a Sunday and to, to play in front of. And I know every single one of us players appreciate every single person that comes down. So, you know, hopefully we can just obviously keep building season after season and just sort of up, keep up in that number. Um but yeah, yeah, it's it's great to uh, play in front of you know, like you said, we have five hundred plus on the weekend. So yeah, just something to play in front of. Definitely, yeah, bring it, bring it on, bring on Sunday, and we'll get on to that shortly. But it's time now, Holly, to put another spotlight on yourself. We've got ten questions, a ten question with feature um, blue take away with the first question to get to know you, Holly, a bit more because um yeah, you know, you've been at the club for a few months now, but the fans to hear and to know you a bit more. So go ahead, blue. So, first question, and there can be more than one person, if you'd okay. like. Um, who is your biggest influence? Okay. It's a bit cliche, sorry. Um, it's got to be family. Um, yeah. You know, I just think your family support you through everything, um, whether that's one person or more. Um, yeah, like mums, brothers, sisters, Um but you know what? I do. I actually think over them all, I probably would say my little brother. Um, he's. I can just tell him he's. Like, he's my biggest fan. Um, and it, yeah, I met him. I met yeah. him, and he is your biggest fan. I yeah. tell you what, he is your biggest fan. And you know, and people have said it to me like, and it's not something I ever noticed before. And people said they was like, do you know how much he looks up to you? And and it never sort of crossed my mind. And it's only I'd really say in recent weeks I sort of realised it. And it's it's just you know I want to. I want to impress him. I want to, you know, sort of show things to him and, yeah, just make him proud, really, to be honest. So, yeah, I'd probably say him over everyone, but, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a great, awesome. that's a great question. Great answer. Awesome. Yeah. What a start. What a start, Ollie. Um, well, second question. Um, are you a foodie? Um, what's your favourite food? <gasps> yes, <to travel>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah all of us. we love food. We love food on this podcast. We've spoken many times about food. Um, but are you, are you a chef in the kitchen or are you there just to... Get ready to eat the food. Someone cook for me and then here you go, have food. What, no, what? you know what? I love a good chef. Yeah, I love a good cook. Yeah, like, I've always, ever since I was younger, like, I always used to want to cook. Like, if my mum was cooking dinner, I'd always be like, oh, let me cook. So, I, I fancy myself in the kitchen. I, I think I do an all right dish. So, yeah, I do like to cook. But, yeah, big food person. What's your go-to? You got you got your... Do you know what? Cooking, I don't really mind. Like, I'll cook anything. Um but if I'm actually eating, it's got to be a roast dinner all day long. Roast dinner is the best meal out there. So, yeah. Now, 
Blue, it's got to be happening. Sorry, Kieran. I'm no shit. Kieran's listening. I don't know if you know this already, Holly, or not, but Kieran yeah. doesn't have gravy on his roast dinner. Oh, that's mental. Yeah. Kieran, is he a ketchup boy? Oh, I he might be, you know. He might be. He might be. We're going to have to ask, but I hope he says no. I really oh. hope he says no. Although, um, you would have known Charlie Baxter briefly, but he, he was a ketchup. He's a ketchup boy for roast dinners. He doesn't have gravy on his, so. No, it shouldn't be allowed. You should be banned from roasts for that. Okay. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Once again, we can go on. This is yeah, this is something yeah. we go on for a long time. We're gonna go through if we carry on. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you, when you see it next, just yeah, just go. You're wrong, Kieran. Just, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, next question, Blue. So next one. What was your favourite subject in school? Now I know you work in schools now, but when you're at school, was there a favourite subject? Do you know what? I'll be honest. I wasn't the brightest spark in school. Um, I was <laughs> I was a bit of a cheeky cheeky one uh, when it comes to when it comes to school. So I'd probably say PE because that was, if I'm being honest, the only thing that not I was good at, but I had full interest in um, that I put. You know, yeah. So it's got it's got to be PE. Yeah, nothing else really. Um, Blue, I'm gonna once I'm doing this again. Normally, it's, this is ten questions with, but I've, this is ten questions and more. Um, just the sort of, you said you mentioned PE, Holly. Um, is there any other sports you you enjoy? You know, football is your main passion, I'm sure. But is there any other sports? Yeah, you know, you know what? I'm actually like a massive sport fan. Um, like, all right, I love my football, but from a young kid, I always done everything. Um, like, I love sport. I could watch anything on TV, any major event. You know, yeah. So, so anything like I used to, I used to do athletics. Um, trying to think like I even go badminton these days like every now and then like a few of my mates would just go badminton so yeah just um yeah just I love sport um I'll do any sport so yeah like it like it um next question then is what is the one one item you can't live without um do you know like I don't want to revert back to food but it's got to be coffee Ooh. like I can't live without coffee I'll be honest um what? What's the coffee order? What's the go-to? Depends how I'm feeling. Um, You know, in the mornings, I'll have a black coffee. I know, uh, black coffee. And then throughout the day, it's normally an oat flat white. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm along those lines too. But in in the summer, in the summer, it'll be like a a vanilla latte or something like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) switch it up a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. Ross, do you drink coffee? I'm not, I don't drink it too much, but, you know, if I really fancy just, you know, something to keep me awake, then that's what mm-hmm. I'll go to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm more, I, I, I like my teas. I like my You're tea. definitely a tea guy. Like, you strike <laughs> me as a tea guy. I'm a tea, tea guy, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, once I've got, like, like a, you know, the, the really posh tea, but, you know, I like a nice little little green tea just to, you know. Mm. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Yorkshire man. I'm a Yorkshire Thank tea man. Tea now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really, but I've got a cup of tea right now while we while we uh, listen to this podcast. I'll record this podcast, so um, yeah, it's my go-to for the podcast. I normally have that, um, and then you know, I've gone boring as well. I've got water. You know, we should be really drinking. No, actually, maybe you're player, you're a professional footballer, so maybe I should be drinking beers and stuff to celebrate the win and that's promotion. But I've gone chill today. I just wanna... we'll, we'll stay with the water, eh, Blue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. 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 End of the season. End of the season, of course. End yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh yes. Uh next question in blue. Next question. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? And this excludes teleportation. Not allowed teleportation. Because <laughs> it's too it's too overpowered. Everyone chooses it. What do you know what? My superpower, yeah, would be to make money. <laughs> <laughs> make money. Like hang on. So hang on. So once you've made this money, so your superpower is you make infinity amount of money. What are you doing with it? Go on holiday, buy whatever I want, not have to work, play uh, football. Holly, I was expecting, I was expecting an answer like cure cancer, donate it to charities. Let me start again. Let me start again. Yeah, yeah, I'll Fund reset that. Friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Yeah, look, if I'm allowed that as a superpower, that's what I'm having. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. We haven't had the answer yet. I've actually on no, been waiting for that answer because, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, my, some people say money's not important, but it is if you, no, you want to pay bills and stuff. 
it would just change your lifestyle, I think. Even, even to the things of if I want to concentrate on football, I can go mm. and pay for the, you know, the top of the range medical stuff or I can pay yeah. for those. So even if I want to put it towards football, I can. So, yeah. yeah. My my rent's gone up, so I'll have to have that power right now. So yeah, yeah that's power comes true, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, well, well, to be fair, Ross, from Holly's first answer, you won't be getting anything. No, <laughs> no, she went on holiday, just laughing at me. She'll be on holiday, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll yeah. never see her again. Never see her again. No, she's just been, yeah, just but actually, buy yourself an island. Yeah, there we go. That's the money. Yeah. Buy yourself an island. That's the yeah. So I'll let you uh, go. Up to time. I'll let you have a pre-holiday. How about that? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that, definitely. Uh, now, this question, I think it's been a very good new question to 10 questions with. Um, what is the one small thing that annoys you? Do you know what? Um, if someone don't have manners, uh, that's the one thing. In, are, we in talk, the- are we talking table manners or are we talking just in general, I just think in general, like, just be polite. It, it, it just really bothers me if someone don't have manners. Like, I don't mean to be horrible, but yeah, I just think, as I probably say it's the only, I'm quite like a relaxed and chilled person. So I wouldn't say I really get annoyed at anything often. I just sort of bit like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like, I just think manners, like, just being polite and stuff. If, if someone's not, I'd probably say that's something that bothers me. Man, another good answer there, Blue. Mm-hmm. Another good answer. And yeah, just to be a nice person, just be nice, you know. Yeah. Doesn't it cost don't, take, don't take a lot, you know. So just smile, ask someone how they are, and it costs, well, it takes you two seconds, but could change someone else's day, you know. So, yeah. I, I, now, this is, I don't know if I should say this, Blue, or not. I'm, I'm sure both of you have seen the videos recently about, Ooh. you know, the players. Um, what, what was it? it? Was it the Arsenal video with the girl and then Leeds girl, as well? And the Leeds one recently as well. Once again, that's just I know. So I'm, I'm sure it's Say again, I don't know if I've seen those. Really? Yeah. See, see I think because you're an Arsenal fan, fan Holly, you've just blocked that out of like, right. your brain. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's negative towards Arsenal. Oh, but yeah, yeah. it's. Oh, I don't know, because obviously we don't have context to the videos, but it doesn't look great. No. Um, they're obviously ignoring the fans. Um, but yeah, but difficult, difficult one. Um, it probably doesn't cost them a lot to just smile at a fan or take a photo. But you swing that back to Saturday with uh, the men's team. Oh my, the, some of the videos I've seen with the players out in Ipswich yeah. were hilarious. Yeah. Um, so that's the other side. I think Wolfie and uh, Harry Clark in particular were on it. <laughs> well, they're Richard's boys, so yeah. they probably know a lot of people. And uh, yeah, they, they were just like, and just, yeah, I'm sure. Once again, this this town hasn't seen anything like that for a long time, like in my lifetime, you know. And I know both of you are not town fans, but you've got the connection. I'm sure just seeing the scenes, or like even um, I'm sure you've seen the videos of the, the, the team bus coming in oh and the flares and just everything. I think we were like saying, you think we're in like Turkey or something or Brazil or South America because it's just like flair, like from a, you know, as I said, a very sleepy town in Suffolk, a little, little silent street. And then out of nowhere, you've got hundreds of fans lining the streets, flares and everything, flags, you know, kids on, you know, parents' shoulders. It was just, it was just incredible. Um, and um, Blue, I mentioned Brazil. Next question. Nice segue, that Ross. Um, so Holly, favorite yeah. holiday destination? Um, uh, oh, um, I'm out of two. I'm out of two. So I love Canada. Absolutely love Canada. But I think I'm going to say Cook Islands. So I don't know. I've mentioned you before. I think. Um, so I lived. I lived across there. Um, I lived there for a couple of months. And it's just an unheard of place. Like no one really knows much about it, but it's so beautiful. Um, everyone on the island is just lovely. Um, it's like there's like one road that goes around the outside the island. It's 26 miles long, I think it is. It's just like one road. That's um, crazy. It's, it's an unbelievable place. So if you ever get the chance to go, go. Um, but yeah, I pr- I probably say there. Probably say there. Nice. I have just I have just googled. 
it's in New Zealand, so that's a long way away. But yeah, 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 it's close. I think it's I think it's a like a three hour flight from New Zealand, I believe. Yeah, something like that. But, but yeah, New Zealand's on my list, so maybe maybe Cook Island could be part of that. So I've been to Australia, where I love to go there. So that's definitely yeah. And I just said I'm sure it's worth it for that traveling because of yeah, it's just how beautiful it is and stuff like that. So yeah, I have to if I do ever plan to go there, Holly, I have to. You know, asked you and give, give me some tips, definitely. Yeah, of course, no worries. There's a good yes. ice cream place. There's a good ice cream place. Mm. <laughs> yes, like that. Oh, sorry, Holly, do it again. Favourite ice cream flavour? Um, Blue, get ready. See, I think, I think that's a difficult question because it's that's mood bad. dependent. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's also dependent on what shop you get it from. I mm. agree. Anything, anything like cookie dough or cookies and cream... I'm not a chocolate girl. Not a chocolate girl when it comes to ice cream. No, I agree with that. I'm yeah. with you on that. Too strong. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, just no. Um, but yeah, sort of, yeah, or anything like that would probably do. Yeah. Okay. Nice one. Yeah. Peanut said, butter. Like... Peanut butter ice cream. Oh, yeah. Like a Reese's. Mm, something like that, yeah. Right out. Mm, yeah. Not for me. Not for me. But, uh, <laughs> We can't agree on everything. We can't agree on everything on this podcast. But uh, what's, I don't know. I'm not really a big peanut butter fan. Um, I'm not against it. I just yeah. <laughs> you're not. not a peanut butter hater. You don't yeah. hate everyone that likes peanut butter. Yeah. That's yeah. good to know. Well, not my mind. My is yeah, it's fifty fifty. But, but yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of my mind. I don't. I'm but I'm the middle. Like I'm not. I'm not phased by it. You know how they like love it or hate it. I'm kind of in the middle. Like. Oh, I don't mind it, you know. I'm bothered. But again, I'm not a lover, but I would have a marmite and cheese sandwich. I would have it, but I'm not like, I don't crave it. Mm. Blue, we've gone down this now. <laughs> I'll do it. This, <laughs> is, this is a big question now. Blue, you know what I'm going where I'm going here. Holly, mm. yeah. answer, this is a cliche question. I'm sure you've probably been asked this already or you know this in your life. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? 100%. I'm big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza. Wait, listen. On. Barbecue base, pineapple, ham, ch- stuffed crust. Honestly, you can't get any better. <laughs> and then that's the detail as well, Ross. That's detail. I'm real. I'm real. <laughs> I love it. Got to be a barbecue base, though. <sighs> I'm sorry, Ross. I've upset you, but I'm not. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not. That's it. <laughs> Fine, it's my, my fault. I, I, I created this 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 monster um, of this question, and uh, I think Blue was still fifty fifty on the um, amount of people who said yes or no. So I think I think every time we mention what the scores are, Ross, we just say fifty fifty because we don't yeah, know. We don't actually know. We'll, we'll have to do a massive like yeah like poll at one stage. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, and then just sort of see what people say. Some people may just like just vote for the sake of like I don't know wanting someone <laughs> to win. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, Holly, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Okay, um, so there uh, we go. It's okay. It's okay. Um, now, move on to that question: early bird or night owl? You know what? I can be a bit of both. Like, if I'm out, I'm out. Um, but. I do like, and it's not often to be fair. Like, I actually don't go out often. Um, I am, I'd say more of a, I want to be at home at eight o'clock watching friends with a cup of tea. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I'm more of a, more of an in than an out. Um, but yeah, oh uh, yeah, so I'd probably say early bird. I'd probably say early bird over, over out. But yeah. Fair play, fair play. We'll go on to the next one then. Um, what skill would you most like to master? Can this be like wide range or football related? No, wide range, whatever. I, like, I don't know. I just wish I could like do like backflips and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Humble. How unreal would that be? That'd be so good. Would you, if you knew how to backflip, would you use it as a celebration if you scored? Hundred percent. Yeah. If I could do it. Yeah. Like. Just that, like, would yeah. be, that would be good. That would be unreal, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be unreal. Yeah, I'll have to just practice in the off season. <laughs> I think I think you get it done. Yeah, as long as you don't break any bones, yeah. I yeah. think we'll be all right. 
yeah, like you watch, you'd be like, first day of pre-season, they're coming like a broken neck or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got to be like, yeah, if I could do a backflip or something, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, be, be safe, be safe. Do not try this at home and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, we weren't able to see really a big celebration for you, Holly, because, you know, it was one of the, the many goals we scored. But what's your sort of go-to celebration if you really had to pick one? Um, I'm normally, do you know what, like when I score, I am quite, like, I'm quite passionate. Um, so it's just normally how I feel in the moment. Um, if I've scored like a really, really good goal, I won't celebrate and it'll just be a bit of like, a, like yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let people celebrate around me. Um, but like if, if I've scored, say I've gone, I don't know, say like you said, obviously everyone goes through bits of tough times in football. Um, you know, like I said, if, if I've scored, you know, it's normally just like a jump and a fist pump. Um, but you'll be able to tell that there's passion there. So I wouldn't say I've got an iconic an iconic celebration, no. Yet. Yet, until, you know, yet. something yet. happens. Yet. You start yeah. doing something. Yeah. I'm yet so, to make one. I'm yet to make one. Yeah. yeah, I like it. As you said, if you scored absolute screamer, you know it's been a great goal. You just get your boot up, don't you? And so, come on, someone um, polish the boot, please. <laughs> That's the go-to. That's the go-to. Um, and as, as you said, Holly, you know, as like players, you know, definitely strikers, if you sort of don't score for a while, you sort of had to overcome things. And that is the next question, really. What has been the one thing you've had to overcome in life? Um, I just think, I just think my injury, really. Um, you know, I've, I've been, I say a little bit unfortunate. I've had like a couple of little injuries. Um, obviously, I've done my ACL before. Um, when I was a lot younger, I think I was 15 at the time. Um, that I was out for seven months with that. Um, that was only a partial tear. But then, yeah, I've had sort of, I've been held back a little bit by by injuries. And then obviously I had the big one a couple of years ago, which obviously coming back this year. Um, yeah, like obviously mentally, it's it's obviously hard. And obviously like Blue, Blue, you obviously know yourself. Um but yeah, obviously it's, it's all it's all something it's all learning curves, isn't it? And it's it's just sort of I say character building in a way, but yeah, character building and and experiences. But yeah, I'd probably say that's that's the one thing I've had to overcome. And, and blue, I think sadly it's it is a just a running trend, you know. Like Holly, you go into a squad and you've you know you've got blue, you've got Pescat, you've got some of the academy girls as well who've had ACLs, and it's happening all across you know women's football. You know, Leah Wilmerson, you know the Arsenal. Um, player, England player, like she, she's suffered one. She's going to miss the World Cup, and you know, even at the highest level, it's happening, and it's every week blue, isn't it? Sadly, it is. It really is. And I remember um, seeing the video of when she initially did it, uh, Leah Williamson, on uh, Twitter, and trying to find a slow mo video so I could see if it was, you know, how likely she would be at the World Cup. And when when you watch it in slow mo, you can see the ACL pop. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched it, Holly, yeah. but you can see it pop. Um, so it's just horrible. It's horrible. And I've I've seen another one um, this week, from, uh, a London City keeper who I used to play with at England, and it's it's horrible. It's horrible when you go on Twitter and you see all these people who, and you see the lists of like the fan clubs get together a list of the people who have done an ACL this year. And yeah, I, I, the annoying thing is I don't know what can be done um, specifically, but as an area where it needs to be a huge priority. But um, it's, go on. Go on. I was just going to say, like, adding on to what you've just said there, like, it's almost now you almost look at it as if to be like, you sometimes go into games thinking, is someone going to do it today? Like, yeah. that's the level that it's got to. and. Like you said, it's you know. I think there was even any injury on the weekend, yeah, wasn't there? You know, to mention, don't, yeah. know how, don't know how serious that is, but you know, like it wouldn't. It, you know what? I'll be honest. I think players and females go into games now fearing it. Um, it's yeah, like you said, it's mental. Um, just how, how common it is. But and it doesn't even matter what what you know the pitch is like either because it can happen on some of the best services in in the world or whatever but it, of course you know it can happen probably on some of the worst pitches but like blue mm-hmm. you you did you know got uh, Felix star i think Pescat um did it in just uh, you know a, like a, maybe training or something you know it just yeah how how does your happen Ollie? was that like you know a game or training when does it happen uh, so mine was in a game um 
it was a pre-season friendly first one of the like so first one of pre-season and then it was about 20 minutes in um and yeah i wasn't even supposed to be playing the game um so i wasn't supposed to be playing um i wasn't potentially going to be staying at the club um and then i just thought last minute i was like you know what i might get some minutes just to sort of tick myself over but i woke up in the morning and i just had a weird feeling like see weird... i had exactly the same right yeah, honestly, I felt sick, and I never liked that before games. I felt sick, I felt weird, just something wasn't right, but I couldn't understand what it was, and I was almost like, I, I just sort of like let it go, and then yeah, sort of 20 minutes in, I just sort of, I lost possession a little bit, and then as I then went to go and win it back, the player then sort of just like ran into me and then like fell on top of me, and I, I just knew straight, it was, I just remember feeling, like it was like my leg dislocated, like that's the only way I could describe it, I knew... Like I said, that yeah, I knew. Um, I was I was in denial. I was trying to carry on. Like, yeah, I was trying to like run up and down the sideline to like convince myself I could go back on. But my just yeah, I was in so much pain and it was unstable. I could feel it. Basically, it was like nothing was there. Um, but yeah, like I said, obviously you know, I had that weird feeling. And you know, funny enough, blue, my mum had it as well. She, really, she was, I had a weird feeling this morning. But we just not it's strange it. because it. Because say you were to take, and I had, like, the day I did mine, I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, I thought that I was going to have a serious knee injury. I thought, why that? Like, I've never thought yeah, that before. Yeah. Why does that come into my head? And I'm like, oh, I've just been stupid or whatever. Didn't think about it again. Wasn't, like, a constant thought in my head at all. For, completely forgot about it before the game, et cetera, et cetera. But then it happened, and I'm like, well, what, how? You can't pull out of the game because you've had no. one thought that you're going to have a serious injury. But it's almost like, and it's funny how you've had the same, and I'm, I've spoken to a few people who've, who felt just strange and then played and, yeah. So I don't you know. know. That's something that I've always, since coming back, I've always thought to myself a little bit, like, if I ever get that weird feeling again. Yeah. You know what? And that, that is something that's crossed my mind because I think you can't just not play a game because what you what you had no. a weird that you can't so it's do i take that as a lesson if i ever for some reason get that feeling again do i take it as a lesson as or is it just sort of my mind's playing tricks on me a little bit mm. like yeah yeah i mean that's that's a whole other story isn't it but, we but, could we could do a whole podcast on that i reckon yeah, we'll back on uh, tuesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and um, you know blue in that game you did you know sorry to bring back that, that you know that injury but like you scored the goal of the season you scored absolutely well that game and then of course you did come on <laughs> yeah, yeah obviously standard normal doubt the office for blue um <laughs> but, but yeah that was yeah so yeah I, 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 yeah, both suffering the same injury. You, have you looked at each other's scars? Is that is that the go-to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. compared scars. Yeah, yours look a lot better than mine. Thank you. Mine is still fresh. Mm. My my well, yeah, my new looks horrendous, but I hope it will fade. I need a tan, I think, and that's never going to happen. So realistically, <laughs> but yeah, goodbye there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you know. If you, you know, it's, it's something you, as I said you've had to overcome as well, Holly. You know, in your life, you mentioned it already, but like just through injuries, and as as players, you just got to go through injuries, and um, and you've been able to bounce back, and you know, you're you're feeling fresh and feeling, you know, you've got hopefully next season is another big season ahead as well. Yeah, you know, like I feel, I feel like I'm in a good place right now. Um, you know, I just want to keep building. I know. I know I've got so much more that I can offer um, and I know there's a, another level that I can get to, another two levels, three levels that I can get to. So this season for me was just about staying fit, um, getting game time and just remembering what it felt like to have that football back in my life sort of thing. Um, you know, so I didn't have a pre-season last year. Um, I lit- And I love pre-season as well, by the way. Like I'm one of those, like, I love it. I absolutely love pre-season. Um, so I'm, I, I can't wait for it already. Um, yeah, so I'm just I'm looking forward to having a good preseason and obviously hopefully a good a good um, a good season to come as well. So nice one, nice one. Sounds good. Well, um, well, Blue, let's um, talk about then the showdown, the final showdown. It's gone to the wire, to the wire, to the final day. Oxford at home and Watford at Billericay. How are you feeling going into this one? 
I cannot wait. I think it's teed up to be an amazing day. I mean, I think if you look at probabilities wise and you look at, if you purely look at chances of the day going well for us, we're probably outsiders. But the fact that we're in this position, there's still something to fight for. It's coming down to the last day. You're in a title race with uh, two others, there's three in the race. I mean, I think we've all wanted that. It's it's an amazing feeling to be part of, to have that pressure. Um, And obviously it it means a lot. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited for the girls that will be playing. Um, And yeah, all in all, it's going to be crazy. I'm sure I'm going to be checking Twitter like an absolute nutcase on the bench. I need to ask the bench to see if they want to know the score update of Watford Billericay or whether they want me to leave it until half time or whatever, or whether they don't want to know at all. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be a good one, I think. Um, whatever happens, that level of excitement, not sure what's going to happen, uncertainty. And like I said, the, the fact that we're even in this position, I mean, the run of games we've had has been unbelievable. Um, this sort of second half of the season. So we couldn't have asked for anything more. And to be here is something that we should be proud of. But actually, we will do everything we can and everything in our power um, to get the job done and see see what happens elsewhere. Yeah, and I did really mention actually at the beginning, it's nine wins in a row, um, which is just fantastic. You know, what a run it's been. Um, and yeah, Holly, it's, it is out of our hands. We've just got to do a job, haven't we? We've just got to... Play well, win the game against Oxford, and uh, hope your your former teammates at Billericay do us a favour. How are you feeling going into this one? Um, yeah, like you said, obviously, I think we couldn't have asked for a better result really this weekend to sort of have a bit of momentum, a bit of yeah, just just something positive to go obviously into the Oxford game. Um, but obviously, as as Blue said, sort of everything she just said there is obviously nail on the head. Um, we know that maybe we're not complete favourites, um, but we physically could still win the league, you know. Um, football is a funny old game and things have happened, you know. that That is what makes football, you know, the sport it is, you know. So, I mean, I very much have the attitude of we could score 10, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, not because I'm underestimating. Watford at all because they're an unbelievable team and it shows by you know the consistent seasons that they had at this league always competing but I just think you've got 90 minutes of football it is actually possible to score 10 like do you know what I mean so that's sort of my my mindset behind it not underestimating them I'm just saying if it's possible it's possible so yeah I'm just looking forward to that game obviously hopefully I can do enough to obviously get into the squad. Um, I think everyone will, you know, will be fighting for a position this week to be involved. But if we're not involved, we all sort of know that we're going to support those that are involved, if that makes sense. You know, we're we're obviously very much one club and I think everyone should be excited for that game on Sunday. Um, Yeah, and to be involved in it. Definitely, yeah. Bring it on. Going to be hopefully a good crowd. Um, Sadly, I'm not going to be there, which... um... I'm very disappointed about, but um, it is what it is. Can't be in two places at once. I will be in Fleetwood, but just like Blue, you're, you're going to be in the, on the bench and it, there in person, but I will be travelling back from Fleetwood and I'm going to be looking on Twitter. So, Kieran, I want proper in-depth in- updates. I know he does that somewhat anyway, or really in-depth. I know what's happening here, there and everywhere. Um, every second. Maybe Blue, I can get you to maybe be my yeah. person as well to give me some updates as I travel mm-hmm. back. Yeah, um, open town men have won the title, and then oh, I could be going back knowing you, you know, the women's team have got the title as well. Could you um, imagine it? it could be a double day? I mean, I was gonna say, I'll be honest, I saw Blue on the bench when we played MK, and I don't think she'll have the capacity to be able to text you <laughs> what's going on because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seeing her check the Twitter <laughs> when I was to Watford with something else, like we were yeah. sitting there going. My Twitter refresh button has been abused the past couple of weeks, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Screen time's gone up by like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's 
Yeah, that's one thing I think. Um, like, because sometimes when you go to grounds, like definitely, like you know, there's there's like chance, like you're top of the league or win win win. I don't know if fans will start you know charting that if they know something's happening. I don't know what it is for like for players if they sort of know the score. That's, it's difficult, I, isn't it? I think we'd know, wouldn't we? Like if I just, I think it, you know, we actually I was speaking to one of the girls about it um, the other night, and they was like, I don't think I'd want to know, and I was like, well, if it's a draw. Let's let's say for any reason we're behind and it's a draw in the other game. We've got to know because we've got to know that we've got something to fight for. Um, so I think maybe it does depend on the result of the other game to whether or not it's a good thing to tell us or not. But um, yeah, obviously we, we'll just see what happens. We we just know that we've got to win that game um, regardless. So that's our focus. And then we'll obviously whatever happens happens. But like I said we'll probably know from fans and stuff. You might hear a cheer every now and then. Yeah. Um, I think they said as a player, you you can sort of take everything in and know, can't you? So, yeah, yeah, we shall we shall see. Uh, well, Blue, um, do you want to plug all the details of um, people already probably already know, but just to just in case there's some listeners thinking, oh, do I go? Um, but it's probably the biggest game in Itchy Town women's history. Um, you know, last season, you know, it was great. Season. We had the FA Cup, the quarterfinals against West Ham, and all that. But this one, in terms of an opportunity to get into the playoff game um, against Nottingham Forest, I think Nottingham Forest have won. Not, yeah, Forest yeah. won. They won got confirmed the at the weekend. Yeah. Um, Which was a goal, goal, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that went down to goal difference. So, yes. so eight goals. That was perfect. I'm trying to think. Let's not actually look. Let's not look. Let's not look too in no. depth about it right now. But Blue, give us the details just for some listeners there who just in case they want, oh, how do I get to go there? So, the big end-of-season finale. Um, obviously, three-horse three race. Um, it is, like Ross said, the biggest game in our history, I'd say. Um, so, if you're not at the men's game, you've got no excuse not to be at Felixstowe. AGL Arena, 2pm kickoff. If you want to get there before, grab a beer, grab some sweets, grab some food get there before hopefully it'll be a nice day um but yeah there's no hangover excuse this time so yeah get yourself to felix Stowe, and then hopefully we'll all be celebrating a double promotion or a double sorry a double title winning day um so yeah if you can i think we had 524 on sunday which is amazing um if we can hit that again or even higher it double. really does make a double difference it. double it Double it, yeah. Why not? Let's double it. Yeah, come on. Let's double it. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be an amazing day, however it turns out. Um, so if you want to be part of that, then get yourself down to Felix Day, AGL Arena, two pm. Nice one. I think tickets you can you can buy them online, but I think also I don't know if I should say this or not. I'm gonna say anyway, Kieran. You can tell me off. I think you can buy tickets on the gate. Like right? you can arrive and you yeah. know, get tickets on the gate. So I think, dependent on how Maybe, yeah. many we're expecting, it might yeah. be worth buying in advance. But yeah, um, yeah, depends how how you want to live your life on the edge or not. Yeah, social media. Just look on social media for details um, yeah. for tickets and stuff. Uh, but Holly, um, any other business from yourself? It's been a great um, time having you on the pods. Um, so thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, obviously, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, been a good little chat. So, no, thank you. Been a pleasure, been a pleasure. Well, Blue, I'll let you take it away. Um, big shout out, as always, to John Fowler Solicitors for sponsoring the podcast. Big up, Mark Kennedy. Uh, we'll probably do a, a big awards show, an end of season review, and all that sort of stuff um, at some stage. Um, hopefully, next, see, uh, next week, we'll be um, reviewing what could be an historic day for this football club. But, Blue, take it away. Thanks again, once well, once again, all for listening. Um, we're sort of coming towards the end of the season, so final few pods. So I hope you're still enjoying. Um, we'll see you on Sunday at the AGL. It'll be a last, the last one for a while, so please get yourself down there, um, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>